The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio with your host, Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear, and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to listening today. Uh, I can't believe uh, a week has already gone by, and here we are again uh, on on a Wednesday. Uh, time certainly is speeding up, isn't it? It just seems like uh, you do something and you turn around and a week or a month uh, has gone past already. Definitely, there's a shift happening on the planet now. Uh, so, something new today. Uh, I'm going to be giving away my book uh, to a lucky listener and the way you're going to win that book is later on we're going to be doing uh, a psychic exercise and whoever uh, gets the correct answer uh, first uh, will be mailed uh, my book The Power of Love. Uh, so it's going to be fun and uh, stay with me and I'm going to go over that procedure uh, in a little bit. But first, um, you know, I was thinking about uh, what the show would be about today. And I was going down memory lane on all the classes and workshops I have given and attended and how I've arrived at this point on my journey. Uh, gaining wisdom from the past is one of the best ways to use the past. Any wisdom you have gained from past experiences is still there for you now. Uh, the wisdom you take with you. The rest you can let go of. Uh, what I have learned is that the journey of life is never-ending. Just as I am about to crest a mountain, I see another mountain. Uh, life is growth. Life is movement forward. Even if you are 100% happy with your life, there will still be someone out there who needs you. There is always something to do. There is always something to contribute. I gave a channeled reading this week, and... It is rare for the council to advise someone to do nothing. We are always focused on tomorrow. What's the next step? And for those of us who have done much to find out about who we are and how we wish to be in the world, we still often cringe at the thought of doing nothing. We are tied to doing as an acknowledgement of success. The council was, in fact, not telling her to do nothing, but instead to be still, to spend time with them, to make the foundation strong. Too many of us rush ahead on the spiritual journey and focus solely on the exercises and doing something, the next workshop, the next tidbit of information that will propel us to the top. But 
without the foundation, there is nothing. Uh, Some people are addicted to workshops, accumulating certificates, and doing can sometimes mean uh, you could be running away from building that foundation, definitely from making it stronger. The foundation, of course, is the relationship you have with spirit and with yourself. The foundation is the history of all the times you have sat with them, getting to know them, and in turn, getting to know yourself. Sufficient time must be spent with spirit, listening, waiting, receiving what they have to offer, setting aside your agenda to hear them. Are you listening? You know, the ego fights for recognition, but we are learning to let go of the ego every time we sit with spirit. Gently, they will guide us in the right direction. Sometimes the direction is here, now. Not up, not down, not over there, but here in this moment. When you are feeling anxious about the future, can you instead sit with spirit? Allow them to fill you with peace. From years of channeling, I have had many experiences with spirit that allow me to feel that peace, to feel a calm that I hope is very much like how I will feel when I transition home. When my father-in-law passed away, I was teaching a channeling circle that night, and as usual, the council started talking through me to those in the circle. But soon I felt an energetic shift in my visional field filled with bright pink. A new group was connecting to me, and they were a group of angels They told us that they were there for Rocco as he transitioned, and they filled him with love and peace. The angels allowed me to feel that for that short time they were with me. An indescribable calm came over me, and I felt free of any yearning, anxiety, fear, wanting. I knew everything was all right. Underneath all of our anxieties, is that peace and calm, for this is heaven, and heaven goes with us. At any time, we can feel that peace if we sit with spirit, if we allow it. Have you spent enough time doing nothing but being with spirit? Are you just starting your practice and learning about meditation, which is being still and listening? Can you make it a priority to sit every day for 30 minutes or longer to allow them to work with you? What wisdom will you come away with? Uh, Are you noticing any repetitive messages for you? And are you accepting them? They have all the patience to keep telling you. But if you practice what they are telling you, then perhaps you can move into another way of being. Perhaps you can be ready for something else on your journey. You know, Elizabeth, my daughter on the other side, she visits me every time I sit with spirit. She takes the opportunity to tell me that she is still here and that she loves me. Can I take that message and apply it to my life? I do try, but it is difficult to admit that someone loves me that much. Why is it so hard for me? I'm learning to allow it in. Can I let it change me for the better? Perhaps it's easier to see myself as a child, that Elizabeth and I are just two little girls playing together, 
then I can see my innocence easier. Then I can let go of adult barriers of what I thought I have done and how I hold parts of me unworthy of love. This is what she is teaching me, that her love sees my innocence and in turn we can love the innocence and others, their true self as spirit sees them. Can you have the courage to sit with spirit and allow that unconditional love to touch you? Can you let it in? This is uh, really what has been going on lately with me, and I wanted to share that with you because I know I'm not alone in that. I know that there are many of us out there that work with spirit for that validation to remember what it's like to be free of this physical body and all our concerns and to go home for a little bit. I use meditation because I have built the foundation. I am able to sit with them and allow them to work with me because I have the experience. This is what I wish for everyone, everyone on the planet to know this, that you can sit, that you can go home, that you can feel peace and calm, and you can let go of all your worries during that time. It's a time to be still and do nothing. This is so contrary to what we've been taught, that to sit and, quote, do nothing is unproductive. It is really some of the best time that you will spend, the most productive time, because in that energy, the walls will come down. You will be faced with yourself, which is beautiful, if you allow yourself to see that. And there is uh, so much revelation that happens, actually a true awakening that happens. And in that energy, you start to be yourself again, that true self. And you will start to let go of what other people have taught you of what the world tells you you are or you are not, and you'll start to see the truth, and spirit will lead you there. But it takes courage. It takes courage to sit with yourself, to face those things that you're maybe too busy to face. But I will tell you, there is so much joy in that experience because spirit is joy. So can you challenge yourself to perhaps start this journey, or continue it in a deeper way. Because even if you're already showing uh, some psychic ability, maybe you see, see a spirit or see pictures, or perhaps you hear them talking to you, but you're weak in the foundation, can you sit and join with them? Because there's a lot more that you can learn. Uh, it's not only about developing abilities. It's not all about um, impressing people. It's about getting to the heart of what really matters in this life, of why you're here and what is your purpose. There is a grand purpose for everyone here, and it will be expressed in a billion ways. And your way is your way. But you won't really know the fullness of that until you sit and you listen. Let God speak to you. 
let his helpers speak to you. Let your ancestors show you the way. So after uh, the break, we're going to get started because I would like to share with you uh, some techniques to expand some of your abilities. And one of the things that I love to do in my class is I put an item in a bag that they can't see and they can't hold to uh, guess the weight of it. And I set it in the center of the room. So any of you teachers out there, maybe this is an, um, an idea for you to do with your class. And I set it in the center of the room and I allow the students time to sit with spirit and to ask them to tell them what is in the bag. So it's kind of a fun game, and everybody works at their own level of ability. And this is what I would like to do with you today. Can you sit with spirit and ask them to show you what's in the bag? The bag is sitting on my desk as uh, I'm recording this, this broadcast, as I'm speaking to you now. The item is in the bag. It is there already. And what I'd like you to do is send me an email and tell me what impressions you received. So you may get a shape, a size. Uh, Does it feel cool or warm to the touch? Maybe it has a smell or a color. What, uh, maybe it has a specific use, or maybe you might see where it may be found, where this item might be found. Uh, you don't need to know everything about it. The description is okay, and often may be more accurate um, so that you don't jump to conclusions. Um, it's okay to be wrong. This is just a game that we're playing. It's just practice. But as you practice this more and more, you'll find that you'll start to trust how spirit is working with you, and you'll be right more often. So can you, during the commercial break, ask spirit to show you what is in the bag and then just wait for the answer, right? So you may start to see a color or you'll start to get a thought about something. Just follow the story. Just see what they're trying to tell you. And then when you come up with maybe a description or impressions that you got, maybe you got the item right away. Maybe uh, try not to jump into it too quickly. Allow spirit to work with you. And then drop me an email and tell me what's in the bag. So the first person who emails me and is correct, um, tells me what's in the bag, I will mail them a copy of my book, The Power of Love. So Use your break, if you can, if you're in the appropriate spot, and ask Bear to show you what's in the bag. And we'll be coming right back in a few moments. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. 
Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone, and thanks for staying with me. So before break, uh, we talked about guessing what is in the bag, working with spirit and allowing the information to come to you, impressions, maybe some visual things, maybe you're going to receive a thought from them, and what uh, meditation and, and uh, guided meditation helps you do is to follow the storyline. So sometimes we'll just get a little snippet of information. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe we'll get what the what the item in the bag is made out of. Okay, so that doesn't really tell us what it is, but it starts to tell us the story. So we're being quiet. Our eyes are closed. We're letting everything go. We're not trying to do anything. We're not trying to reach for the information. What is your energy like? It's about receiving. So you just wait and you receive the impressions. It's not about you figuring stuff out in your mind, thinking about it, trying. It's about sitting, letting go, and allow them to give it to you. Do you see that energy Anytime you feel that you're working too hard, that you're thinking about things, that you're trying to be logical about things, you let all that go and you remain still and quiet and you go into the energy more of, I'm allowing it in. I'm receiving the information. This is how, no matter how you're working with spirit, how it works is Anytime you're trying too hard, you're putting pressure on yourself, you're trying to make it fit, uh, in general, working too hard, uh, you're coming forward in the energy and you're creating a barrier to them working with you. So it's about relax, let go. It doesn't matter if you get the information or not. This is the kind of attitude you have to have, right? Let's just see what impressions come to me. So if the break wasn't long enough for you or you weren't in um, the right kind of atmosphere to work with spirit to find out what's in the bag that's okay just do it later and send me your information Um, you never know Um, you could be the one who uh, who will get the book uh, shipped to you Uh, so be patient 
And what you can do is you can practice doing this and it really hones your skills. It um, really allows you to sit, relax, and allow information to come in. So, uh, you know, I've said in my other broadcasts how you work with spirit. So just as a recap, say it in your mind, okay? So you're sitting still and quiet and you say in your mind, uh, spirit, show me what's in the bag. And then it's up to you to be aware of any changes that are happening. You know, sometimes you might take on the feeling of the object. So maybe it might feel light or heavy in your hand, or maybe you will do something that uses that item. You know, you never know what kind of information is going to come. So your job is to notice any change. You know, is your visual field, is the color changing? Uh, All these kinds of things. Um... I will tell you, a thought will come. If you wait long enough, the thought will come in. Um, and just take a chance and send me, send me an email. You never know. So that's something that I do a lot because it's just fun. We always laugh in class about it. Um, it's more rare that somebody will get it absolutely correct. Uh, so don't think that you're not good at what you do if you don't guess it properly. You can get your friends or your family members to put things in bags for you and to set it aside. Uh, Now, don't cheat and hold the bag and guess its weight and things like that. Um, But just um, practice with your friends and family. And that's that's one way to uh, practice receiving information. Another thing that I love doing in my classes is remote viewing. And this is when it's, it's... you can apply it to mediumship. It's more of a psychic thing where you go into people's houses and you look around and you receive information. So you want to start with remote viewing on a psychic level, which is, uh, this is great in classes. You can use your partner. It's great if you've never been to their house before because then you have nothing in your mind to, um, to cloud the information. And what I say to people is, is when you're starting to receive information from spirit, to give yourself something to focus on. So if you're doing remote viewing and you're going to, let's say, go into somebody's house, then what I say is, in your mind, okay, so this is your mind's eye and this is a valid way of seeing information. This is how you're going to probably receive the information for remote viewing is in your mind's eye. So if you've forgotten what that is, Imagine your bedroom. Can you bring it to life? Can you see the bed, the side tables, the color of the room? Can you turn around 360 and see all the things in the room? Now, how did you do that? Well, you called it up in your mind's eye. So it can be like a memory, and that's your mind's eye. So if you don't know where that is... uh, you know, that's what's great about guided meditations you can practice, but call up an image and then let it go. So you may see your bedroom and then just let it go, let it go. And so now you're not seeing anything, but you're still in that space, that part of your consciousness, and you're waiting for information to come. So if you're doing remote viewing, what I say to my students is walk up to the front door and look at the front door. So we're all doing, we're doing this in our mind's eye. Okay, so as you approach the front door, what kind of door are you looking at? Does the door open from the right or the left? 
what else is happening around that door. So you may get a lot of information. You may get a little bit of information. Maybe you get the color of the door uh, or the fact that there was one side light and not two or no lights at all. Okay, and then you're going to walk through that door. So this is what's great about guided meditations is it helps you practice with imagining. And this is how spirit works with you. They are giving you these thoughts. You may feel like you're making it up, but you'll know from experience that spirit is giving you this information. So your job is to wait for the information. Don't jump ahead. Don't make it into something because then you're blocking that flow. So walk through the door, stand in the front foyer, and look around. Can you describe the front entryway? Is there anything um, unique on the walls? Look onto the walls. Is there anything there? And then start to walk through the house. So where is the hallway leading you? Is the living room in front or to the left or to the right? And keep going. And walk into a room. When you stand in the room, it's, it's very similar to if you, when you're standing into your bedroom. Look around. What comes to you? And it can be uh, something as simple as a color. You're overwhelmed with a certain color. That could be the color that's really popular in the house. So you don't be attached to knowing everything about everything. It's just you're picking up on impressions. This is how psychic investigators work, impression work. So look into the room, look around, and you can also communicate with spirit as this is happening. And you can say to them, is there anything special in this room? Anything special at all? And then again, wait. Wait for the information to come in. You know, maybe there's an heirloom in the room. Uh, Maybe there's a favorite painting. Uh, maybe a certain person spends a lot of time in that room. You don't know what kind of information is going to come through. I remember years ago, I went to a workshop with Rosemary Altia in Vermont. And this was within the first year of, of after losing Elizabeth. And she did a mediumship presentation for the group. And she talked about being in this house this person's house and she described um, the ugly carpet that they had and how it didn't smell too good and the whole place just erupted in laughter and it, it was a little a little bit too much information kind of embarrassing for the people I think but they did agree that they were going to get rid of the carpet so you see you never know what kind of impressions you're going to get walking into somebody's house Uh, doing this remote viewing, you could get a smell, you get a sense, a sense that maybe there's lots of animals, maybe there's no animals. Um, I know I did this uh, for reading. And can you see how this would be great to apply to mediumship? So remember when I talked about mediumship in the past shows, one of the questions you can ask the loved one that is connected to you is, um, take me to your house. Show me around your house. And I had somebody's uncle, and I went into their house, and they had books piled everywhere. It was so bad that you could barely walk through the house. And I think he had a tendency to hoard books, 
but this is the overwhelming, overwhelming impression I got of the house. So maybe I didn't see the front door. Maybe there was nothing in the front entryway. But the main message was the fact that there were books everywhere. This would, was going to be the validating factor. This was um, the huge energy of the house. So can you see that you can't really um, guess or expect a certain type of information to come to you? And keep walking through the house. See, the longer you sit in the energy, the longer you allow spirit to work with you, it can come in layers Um, I could have uh, picked up one of those books. I could have read the cover. I could have opened the book and say there's something in the book. And actually, now that I recall, I think I did do something like that, that there was, I could describe the color of the color, the color of the cover of the book, and that the pages were yellow, not white. And there was some significance about this book in the house. So you see how you can just... Um, get more information. Uh, So this is something that you can practice with uh, people that you haven't been to their house with before. Or again, if you're a teacher, you can teach remote viewing. Um, It's always amazing. Uh, It's just, it gets people laughing. And it doesn't matter if you're right or not. It's just an exercise. It's just a practice working with spirit. And, but the thing is, when you do do that, you have to, you have to have a partner, you have to have somebody to give the information to, because without the validation that you're right or not, you don't know if you're doing it properly. See, when someone says, yes, 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 then you know, okay, the way that I'm interpreting it, I'm doing it correctly. If you get a bunch of no's, you know that maybe you're putting it there. You're not allowing spirit to give it to you. So stay with me and we'll be back shortly with some more exercises. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. 
That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone, and thanks for staying with me. So I still don't have a correct response for what's in the bag. So if you haven't sent in your email yet with your uh, suggestion, please, uh, please do, um, because I'm, I'm still uh, waiting for the correct answer. All right. So we are talking about remote viewing and how initially um, this is a psychic ability, so just picking up on people's energy. Um, but how, once you understand this, you can apply it to your mediumship. And when you know that you can do remote viewing, sometimes you can use it when you're struggling with something. So, for instance, let's say you ask your loved one in uh, spirit to tell you, let's say, where they used to work. And maybe they're having difficulty Uh, explaining that to you. Maybe you don't have the dictionary for it or the references for it. Well, you could uh, do remote viewing and ask them to take you there, take you to the place to show you around. Uh, You see how that can work? So remote viewing is really cool, um, but it can be applied to many different situations. So it's not about being nosy. It's not about going into people's homes and figuring out, you know, what's going on there. It's about expanding the way that spirit communicates with you. Uh, okay, so now I wanted to go back a little bit and talk about the procedure of how you're going to receive information for people. Um, Now, I've talked about this before, but if you don't understand this, then you may have difficulty receiving information for other people. So there are many meditation groups out there, and a lot of them you'll get together and you'll meditate together, but they don't uh, take that next step into communicating with spirit. Um, They... You know, you may start to see colors or or see spirit people or whatever, but they'll tell you, oh, don't pay any attention to that. Well, for me, I think there's a reason why they're there, and I think we can learn how to uh, interpret what they're showing us. And so um, definitely get into a development circle where there's somebody further along than you that can help you figure it out. But this is why I'm here. So I'm offering these little tips and advice for you so that you can be successful and maybe start your own group in your own area. So part of what I do and what I have learned from groups that I went to when I was learning is how to receive messages for people. So you're going to, again, be still and quiet and be in that energy of receiving instead of working for it. Okay, don't make your mind all busy. It's not about that. It's about you waiting for spirit to tell you. It's not about you figuring it out. So what I like to do is say to people that in your mind, uh, first of all, you have to have somebody to give a message to. So that's what's great about groups. But you can also do this for your family. And um, my daughter here and my husband and I, we practice all the time giving each other messages. It's fun. And also you're going to help the person too. Like there's a higher reason for it. So in your mind, you're going to say to spirit, can I have a healing message for, and then say their name 
So this is all done in your head, right? Um, Can I have a healing message for this person? And then again, you're going to wait. Maybe your eyes are closed. uh, And you're just going to be in that energy of receiving information. So what's going to come to you? Uh, Maybe a thought or a color or an impression and a feeling. But sometimes that can be too wide open. We don't exactly know what kind of a message is coming and how to understand it so we can give it to the person. So a couple of tricks that I, you know, did for myself to help me focus was if you are giving a message to somebody to close your eyes and imagine their face in front of you. So it gives you something to focus on so your mind doesn't start to wander and you just stare at that person. So again, in your mind's eye, right? So you've just looked at the person, you know what they look like, your eyes are closed and you're just conjuring up that image in front of you of their face. And in that energy of receiving, you're going to wait for something to change. So you might see somebody else join them Maybe their expression changes. Maybe they look sad. Maybe you feel sad. You know, maybe you're picking up on their emotions that way. Uh, it's all kinds of things will happen, but I'll tell you something will happen. Something will change. And with experience, you'll get better and better at interpreting what spirit is trying to tell you. Uh, another thing that I do is if I'm asking for a healing message for somebody, I'll imagine them standing on a path, which is symbolic for their life, and I'll just stare at them on the path. Now, sometimes we can get messages for people long distance, and sometimes we we don't even know what they look like. So you can just imagine if it's a, a, a male or a female standing on a path, or you could just put a person there and just see what happens. I've talked about this before, but this is a really good tip to receive information for somebody. So you may see the ground change. Maybe it turns to water. Maybe it turns to mud. Uh, Maybe it's green grass, right? So what does the path look like? What's happening with the weather? Is it changing? So remember at the beginning of the show, I talked about, I did a channeled reading for this lady and The council told her not to do anything to, in essence, build the foundation with them. And what I saw was um, different colored leaves because it's autumn in Canada. And so all the leaves are changing and falling. And I saw all these leaves circle her and creating a vortex of energy so that she couldn't move. And so looking at that, I got the, so again, I'm looking at her on the path and I'm waiting for information. And then I see leaves coming around her and making her stand still so she can't move forward. So do you see how that can happen? Uh, You never know what's going to happen on the path. Sometimes people look over an edge or they walk backwards. Sometimes they're stuck. They can't move forward. So that's different than what I saw. They were telling her to stay still. Um, So... 
you know, stare at the person's face or see them on a path. That just helps you to focus uh, and then just wait for something to happen. Something always happens. A thought comes in. You don't need to do anything. That's what's so amazing about working with spirit. They'll do it all for you. Now, you may get impressions. So let's say that you get a feeling about something. Maybe you don't know the whole picture. Maybe you don't need to know the whole picture. All you do is describe what you're feeling, seeing, whatever's happening, and give it to the person. Let them have the message. In time, with experience, you'll be able to interpret the messages better. But at first, you just give all the information to them and just leave it with them. And so in circle work, um, that's what we do. So we get into groups of two. And then the person just asks for a healing message for the person and then give it to that person. And if the person doesn't understand it, it doesn't really matter because we're just practicing. But more times than not, the person will say, yes, that means something to me. And sometimes they'll share. Um, There's a lot of personal sharing that happens in groups. The other thing you can do with asking for healing messages, which is really just a good message, okay? So it's not about the person's physical health, although it can be. It's just a good message. You can get into small groups, and I do this sometimes when I have a big class, is I'll separate people, maybe into groups of four or five, and then each person will take their turn. So for instance, you'll pick somebody in your circle, and everybody in that circle will get healing messages for that person. Now, at first, when I first learned about this technique, I thought if everybody in the circle doesn't get the same message, somebody's doing it wrong. That's totally not right because you it's going through you. Spirit is working with you in the way that you can work and using your own personal dic- dictionary of uh, colors and symbols and everything else and also your history of things that you've done, seen. Everything is your personal dictionary. So it'll come through you. Uh, that message um, uniquely. So don't worry that your message isn't like someone else's. Sometimes uh, the person needs to hear a specific message and it will be given to them in many different ways but kind of come out the same. That happens sometimes too. So you see there's many different ways that you can practice giving messages to somebody. The other thing too is don't get caught up in the fact that ev- that every time you work with spirit, everything has to be completely silent. Uh, even in classroom settings, there can be noises. People can be talking behind you. And it's really good discipline to learn how to block out that distraction and to focus on what's coming in. So when people complain sometimes in the classroom that people are loud or whatever, I, I uh, say to them, yes, can people keep it down? But also, um, it's really good training. You know, my first class was in a very small room with people talking behind me as I was trying to focus. And it's really good uh, preparation. Um, I've worked psychic fairs where I can't tell you the noises, people running around, chairs moving, and I'm trying to channel and give people messages through all this chaos. It You can totally do it. So don't think that the situation has to be perfect for you to practice this. Very often, I meet friends at a coffee shop or my own family, and we practice giving messages to one another. And there's music playing, and people are talking, and we just drown it out, you know? So don't think that conditions have to be perfect. Uh, Okay, what else can I talk about here? Uh, The other thing is, is when you're giving personal 
uh, or healing messages to people, can you challenge yourself to ask spirit to give you specific messages? If you just give messages to people like uh, walk in the light, you know, it's a beautiful message and it could be valid, but it's kind of loosey-goosey, right? Can we make the message a little bit more specific and to the point? So if spirit gives you something and you feel that you would like some more information, you just talk to spirit like you do anybody else. They're no different. So you have some some experts working with you and you say, you know what, I want to know more about that. Tell me more about that and then wait for more information to come in. So you can be um, lazy, right? You can be a lazy psychic. You can be a lazy medium. Or you can challenge yourself and work a little bit deeper. Ask for more information. Because you see, when you give a message that somebody is walking in the light, that's beautiful, but it's really no risk, is it, that uh, you may be wrong? Because in truth, everybody's walking in the light. Um, but when you say something specific to somebody, there is a chance that maybe you're not correct, you know. So challenge yourself. It's okay if you're not right um, because you're really just working on your, your abilities. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk more about how to receive information from spirits. So stay, stay with me, and I'm still taking emails. Please guess what's in the bag. Thank you. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone, and thanks for staying with me. Uh, okay, so if you missed the beginning of the program, I just want to uh, 
uh, just remind everybody that we're doing um, a psychic exercise today, um, that I have a bag on my desk with something in it, and if you could sit with spirit and ask spirit to uh, show you um, what's in the bag, and if you uh, can send me an email with your um, of the information that you received, so it could be just describing an object. Um, you don't have to ultimately get to the point where you know exactly what it is. You could just just describe it, maybe the color, the shape, the weight, maybe where it might be found, things like that. Um, and the first person that is correct, um, I will mail them uh, a copy of my book, The Power of Love. So I've got quite a few um, emails coming in. And this really addresses another point with working with this type of exercise. And I'm, I totally have done this myself. I went to a workshop and the lady brought in a bag and asked everybody to um, guess what's in the bag, which is really your own mind guessing, right? That's not really what we're doing here. Uh, it's about sitting and asking spirit to show you. I could have sworn that inside the bag was a deck of angel cards. I could have sworn because that's all that was in my mind. I couldn't get rid of it. And absolutely, there was a stack of angel cards in there. So, of course, I was wrong. And there actually was a camera in the bag, which um, had nothing to do with angel cards, okay? So what happened there? Very often, especially when we're doing... um, this, these types of exercises, our mind will go to, which I call an association of what is logical. So, you know, we're a spiritual program, we're working with spirit. So our mind will automatically go to spiritual things that will be in the bag. So maybe um, an angel, a crystal, things like that. And of course, I did the same thing because I could have sworn there was angel cards in there. Um, that's association. And I helped you with this um, exercise by not putting something spiritual in there. It has really nothing to do with it. So any any so those of you who are leaning towards suggesting that it's something like that, um, I would ask Spirit to tell you again. So sit again. Maybe this program is putting too much pressure on you. So just relax. There's plenty of time to send in your email. And just relax and and allow the impressions to come and allow the story to be told. Don't jump to conclusions. You already have an advantage because you can't see the bag. Because when you look at a bag, you're already saying, okay, it's within this size and your mind starts to work. Okay. So for those of you who have guessed that something spiritual is in the bag, I want you to try again. Okay. And to know that you're not alone Um, This is usually what people come up with. So just try again. So another um, way of working with spirit and receiving information for people, getting messages for them, is to work with cards. So there are many different um, card decks out there now. I know Doreen Virtue has um, probably hundreds by now, and I may have every deck. Um, and she really puts a lot of effort into her cards and have uh, beautiful meanings on them. Um, But there are many um, producers of cards out there. So 
you know, go to the store or go online and search out some angel cards or similar cards. And um, uh, I definitely recommend everybody who works with spirit to work with cards also. It's a very friendly way of working. So I have a workshop. um, Usually I run it twice a year. Um, Well, it's connecting to your guardian angel. And in that workshop, which is coming up in November uh, in Caledon, Ontario, um, we work with cards with the angels. And it just helps to break the ice and help you focus. So remember I told you to imagine in your mind's eye the person's face that you're giving a message to. Well, instead, you're going to lay out cards, okay? So you're going to shuffle the deck. And when it feels appropriate, you're going to stop shuffling and you're going to lay from left to right three cards, past, present, and future. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to look at all three cards and you're going to wait for the story. Because when you look at that, you're going to start to see a story, right? It is more accurate than if you work with one card if you do a spread of cards, okay? So this is a very general spread, past, present, and future. So so um, you could ask for a healing message for that person, shuffle the deck, and then uh, three cards. So what will jump out at you? Maybe a color, maybe something from the card, some some picture on the card. Try to stay away from looking at the words on the card just yet. Because this is not really working intuitively if you just read the cards, okay? It's about you working with spirit, asking them to give you information for this person through jumping off from the cards. You may say something like, I see that all three cards have a very strong blue color to them. And blue to me means that you're in need of healing in some way. And then you can keep going with that. You could just describe the card. Try to stay away from the words unless they're they're absolutely bang on because the words can kind of steer you off. Uh, people who uh, lay out cards and just read the message on the cards aren't really working with spirit the way that I'm talking about. They're working at spirit on a different level. So, so work with the cards. And then what happens is when you have a spread of three, you can actually put another card to the right. And every time you lay down a card beside the future card, it's three months and then another three months in the future and then another three months in the future. So you can keep on going with your message. Um, You can do this with yourself too. You can ask spirit to give you a message. Maybe you have a specific question about something, maybe something to do with your career or relationships or whatever or your health. Shuffle the cards and lay them out. Maybe you're coming from a position where you were in need of healing not too long ago. Now in the present, it's all sunshine, you know, and then the future card is really victory and freedom. So it it teaches you to interpret symbols and ideas because the way that, that cards are illustrated is very much how spirit can work with you. They can give you images like that, give you a sense of um, success or achieving something or whatever, right? So practice with, um, with the cards that'll help you uh, develop um, 
your uh, connection with spirit. And so when you're reading for somebody else, that just gives you another leg up because they'll be able to validate what you're talking about. And you'll, you'll gain more confidence in what you're getting. Some people only work with cards. Um, they find that it helps them focus. Um, so for me, um, I go in and out of using cards, you know, but it's always fun. It's always amazing how it works, you know, how the energy works. So we're almost at the end of our program this week. And I just wanted to remind everybody that I do have some upcoming workshops. Um, So this is for people uh, in the greater Toronto area. Uh, So I'm doing a loved ones and a mediumship workshop on uh, October 18th. And my husband, Tony, is doing a mediumship demonstration on October 23rd and November 22nd. Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 certification is the weekend of October 24th and October 25th. You can take one or both. Guardian Angels is November 8th. Connecting to your spirit guides, which is a great opportunity to sit and spend time with spirit, November 15th. Mastering Mediumship is a full day on November 22nd, always a popular workshop where we work with mediumship all day. November 29th is Reading Akashic Records. And currently, this is the first week in an eight-week course program. On Tuesday evenings, I am teaching channeling. Wednesday is Meditation and Psychic Development. And Thursday is Mediumship. Always remember, you can book a reading with my husband, Tony, if you want to hear from your loved ones, and a channeled life reading from the council from me. You can always book that as well. Thank you so much for listening this week, and I look forward to next week with you. Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you.